I'm back at it again. How long has it been? Like two months? It's only been two weeks, believe it or not, but it feels like two months since I've last talked to you. Damn, why is that? <laughs> it's because we missed each other so, so much. I think so. <laughs> Time has been flying. I'm not going to lie. Like, real life has been happening. Anime. As much as it being, you know, in between seasons, it does not halt real life and we got to keep going. Yeah. But at the same time, the anime doesn't stop either. So even if it's between seasons, there are older shows to catch up on. So clearly, there's always something to watch. So you caught up on Odd Taxi like during this break? I'm not caught up. I started Odd Taxi. So like... So it, it ended like last week or two weeks ago, and then everyone's like, oh, this is the greatest mystery show ever, or you missed out on a masterpiece by not watching. So apparently it was a, it was a dark horse this past season. So I started it. I'm only like three episodes in, but it is pretty good. Interesting. It just, like, I look at the cover art and it reminds me of that one other show, like the... Beastars. The, yeah, Beastars. <laughs> I, thought it, I thought it was just like a spinoff or something. Uh, so it... it it is like B stars and it's like humanoid animals, but it's like a different story and it's like less sexual than B stars. B stars is sexual, like implied. Oh, I didn't know that. Not not outright. Okay. All right. Well, let me know how that goes. Um, I feel like we've each like branched off and watched a few different things, so. Yeah, basically it's like a mystery series and it starts off as like a bunch of individual like stories. They're all connected by this like one guy who's at the center of it, but all the different stories seem somewhat unrelated. But I'm sure as we get closer to the end, they're all going to slowly make their way and start to weave together. Hmm. So they're saying this is a better mystery than Sherlock Holmes? That that I don't know. I didn't see the comparison, nor have I seen Sherlock Holmes, so I cannot say. I think Sherlock Holmes may may just be a female fan service anime, as I'm coming to find out. From is it a, is it just a shojo? Well, it's just like a bunch of good looking dudes. <laughs> I was I was always you know enthralled by the plot, but apparently that's all they're talking about on TikTok. So, anyways, oh, sad sad times, indeed. But okay, you, so you got that going. What else? Yeah. What else was there? The finale for Fumetsu? Uh, no, Fumetsu's still going. Like, there, oh, there's there's going to be twenty episodes. Yeah, it's it's continuing into the next season. We're not done. <laughs> Wait, I thought that was a perfect stopping point. <laughs> no, it, it was it was a great ending to the arc. But yeah, it's it's continuing on to the next arc. <sighs> we're only going to get more pain as the show goes on i'm sure yeah that was those last two episodes i'm not even sure if we talked about like the second to last episode on air did we the one that ended with the the balcony uh breaking yeah yeah <laughs> i i think i texted you i was like but we didn't talk about it on the podcast but i texted you like i cannot believe this balcony just happened to collapse as they were about to confess to each other but dude that's just it was, how these things go it was 100 percent on purpose it was the roots <laughs> they're like how are how do we separate these guys okay break the balcony yeah but i mean anyways those last two episodes very good they've we finally got to the realization by um the girl that you know he saved her and he's been saving that as ammo for the whole time <laughs> it's like we knew it for the past four episodes or however long it's been but she only only now does she finally realize it yeah i mean moral of the story like if you want the girl you have to just just get big <laughs> massive yeah i was like maybe we'll finally get a a happy ending with this arc like you know goo goo grew up he got huge he's ripped now but no it's the the knockers still come back to to get them and he suffers the consequences so so he uh it pains me to remember this but he ended up like saving what are what's her name again rena reen reen so by by holding up that entire thing and then he eventually dies which I, i don't get how she survived like if if he's on all fours holding 
a slab of rock on his back and then he dies presumably because he just collapses how 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 is she surviving when she's like under him it's a great question it's a great question but and dude it just so happens that that scene is so coincidental because of what happened in florida right true like, like that's it's, it's literally strange just, timing yeah i don't know the world sometimes works in weird coincidences <laughs> But yeah, I don't know how he survived. And I feel like that's the thing. She, oh, but she fainted in there, right? Yeah, she was like passed out and they like dragged her out of the, the rubble. Okay. So everybody had to have seen his body then. Maybe. Um, Maybe. Unless, well, I mean, I think they buried it. So I think they must have found this body. No, they, they did find the body. Because like, remember his brother came in there and like carried him on his back. Mm. But at that time, Reen was already unconscious, so she didn't know. Yeah, they they like took the body and left all while Reen is unconscious. Okay, so that's why there was a tiny spark of hope then at the very end. Right, but then she like comes to, she rushes over to the house, she sees Gugu, but it's actually Fushi who transformed into Gugu. And she's like, "Oh, you're alive!" And then like. He, he fakes having to go to the market or whatever and goes away. But I think she realizes ultimately that that was not Gugu. Was it something that he said? That what, tipped her off? Yeah. Like, I'm still, I'm trying to remember it. I, I, like, nothing stood out to me, but I can't help but wonder. I mean. Was it like something like he would never have said, let's go to the market or, or something? I, I don't remember. I mean, I feel like. At this point, she's known both Fushi and Gugu for like four years, right? So I feel like she can just sort of tell by their mannerisms that that wasn't the Gugu that she knew. That's fair. That, at least how I interpreted it. That's fair. Well, I mean, sadness. That's all I can say. More pain. That's it. Well, okay. Out of all the other deaths, then which one? Which one has been the most painful? Hmm. I feel like March, maybe. I feel like you're going to say the first one still. I was almost going to say the first one again. Then I was like, that's really heartless. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think the first, one, the first one still just hit me the hardest just because it was so unexpected. Yeah, I was well, like out of the left field, kind of. Yeah, yeah. I, and like I, I had no idea that this was a tragic anime or whatever. And then now it's just like I'm desensitized. Yeah, I really mean, like set the tone for the show. Undeniably, though, every other one was also sad. So, well, it's like March because she was like so young and she was sacrificed. Mm, and she, she got killed and because the part, she was sacrificed. Right, and then the part where like she would flash back to like the dolls or whatever. Yeah, when they cut to her looking older, older playing with the dolls. Yeah, man, that's tough. Yeah, it's it's tough, but it's good. And it's like, as we go into the new arc, it's like we I'm sure the characters are all going to be likable, but it's like we have to know, don't get too attached to them because they're probably going to die. God. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the more detail they put into one character, the more likely it is. If they get a backstory, they're dying. (laughs) They are toast. But we will continue watching nonetheless. Agreed. Well, I'm glad that it's going up until episode 20 then. Like, I'm pleasantly yeah. surprised. Like, I w- once again, I would not have minded that it just ended as it did because this was a great ending, too. Yeah. Like, I don't think I could have asked for something better. <laughs> right. Have you been watching anything else in between seasons? All right. In between seasons, I've actually transitioned to um, the world of real humans. And I've been not K drama. I've been watching Too Hot to Handle. Actually, that is my that is my guilty pleasure, and I am not ashamed of admitting that. I think somebody put me on it last year, back when Love Is Blind came out and Too Hot to Handle came out at the same time, and I was like, "This is awesome!" Like (laughs) 
I never knew reality TV could be like this because normally it's just like, you know, those competitions or whatever. It's like, hey, yeah. let's, let's try to like go past this obstacle course. You don't ever get to see how humans interact. But like in this show, it's literally just like, it, like it's like a psychology experiment almost, except they're on an island and nobody's actually keeping score. Have yeah. you watched it? No. You and Leanna, maybe watching it together, may like it a lot. But okay. it's just it's just so interesting seeing what humans would do when put in this certain situation. And that situation is they're super horny and they're on an island full of super horny people. But every time they do something sexual, they get fined. And then it's like it almost fucks with them because it's like every time they do it, it feels good temporarily. But then they have to go tell the whole group, hey, I lost everybody money. And then the whole group is like fuck you or like why would you do that you have no control and then it kind of like primes their brain and almost like rewires them to be like wait this sex actually gets me ostracized by this entire group and then they they almost like unconsciously start to associate that with like bad stuff happening to them and like the show doesn't talk about that but i can't help but imagine that's like something that like is unconsciously going on behind them so Anyways, it was it was a it's a nice show, and then it, this season hasn't had a nice ending too. So, <laughs> highly recommend. Well, if you do want to watch a K drama, you shouldn't check out Vincenzo. I started watching that on Netflix. Have you heard of it? <laughs> Is that the mafia one or something? Yeah, so it's like this uh, Korean dude who was adopted by some Italian family. So he grew up in Italy, and then became like a part of the mafia there. But like his his like uh, adoptive dad died and then he goes back to Korea. But yeah, basically he's this mobster who's grew up in Italy, but is now back in Korea. And yeah, they it's, it's pretty action filled, which is why I think you would like it. Oh, oh okay. I, I was half expecting it to be like some sort of comedy. It's, it is funny and there's like hints of romance, I guess, but it's like, like that's not the focus of it, you know? So I think you'd like it. Well, if I have time, I'll check it out. I have room for like one episode of 20 minutes a day. But yeah, that it's not the show for it then. Cause like they're an hour and a half each episode. They're way too long. That startup, every Korean drama is just so long. Yeah. You know, it's like, just cut it in half, make it 45 minutes each. And we can live with that. You would get the same result too. Exactly. But whatever. The world is loves K dramas now. Oh, yeah, it's, it's mainstream. All right. In addition to that, though, um, to answer your question, no. I've just been keeping up with Shaman, uh, with Shaman King, and then I think that... Oh, and then Tokyo Revengers. Tokyo Revengers. Dude, that one did, continues. Did that end, or is it still going? I, I think it's over, just because like the ending point is so good. But honestly, at this point, like now that you mentioned the... Um, <laughs> You know, the, the other one not ending, I'm really not sure. Let me check. Yeah, just but check it's on good. Now. It and like now, every time I go on one of my manga reader Yeah. Every time I go on one of my, like, my manga reader websites. Okay, hold on. It is um, echoing. I don't know why. Okay, it stopped. But yeah, like, every time I would go on one of my manga reader websites, Tokyo Revengers is now like one of those top mangas. So it's like a really good manga. And then now they're adapting it and they're adding more to it. Like they're adding these tiny little like Easter egg almost things to yeah. the actual anime. So it's like enhancing what is already good. Interesting. Yeah. So I think this, this is currently still airing. <laughs> Interesting. So, it, oh, so it's not over. Okay. So we'll get like a second arc nice Uh oh anyway it's nice it's just a little casual thing it's probably not as serious as uh, what's it called odd, ta- odd taxi <laughs> yeah odd taxi is pretty dialogue heavy so if you want to multitask while doing it it's not the right show <laughs> yeah <laughs> not unless you understand japanese right exactly one day maybe we will man what day what day <laughs> i did start slime season two (laughs) let's go i'm only like three episodes in but yeah it's pretty good it's like more political than i thought it would be right which is nice 
Yeah, it's like it's not just mindless fighting. So, yeah, it's not just him beating up on weak monsters. It's like, how can we position our new country compared to the other countries and like set us up for future success, which is nice. Exactly. Like, remember the comparison to um, ReZero season two politics. Right. Exactly. Similar stuff. But yeah, I mean, like the fact that they took it to a higher level is nice because otherwise it would just remain, you know, your classic shonen. No big deal. Mindless battle isekai. Mm hmm. Exactly. Like, that's also what saved Boku no Hero this season from becoming that very same thing. It's like now they have that that random uh, Endeavor arc slash like that weird Hawks arc that I'm confused about, but I'm excited for. Yeah. There wasn't a new episode of that this week, I don't think. I think they took a week off. Yeah, I don't think there was one this week. But last week's was really good. Like that just added layers of intrigue. Like that whole secret message thing, I was like, nice job, Endeavor. Yeah, they were like, only read the second word of every highlighted part and then you figure that out. <laughs> I would not have understood that. I just feel like, bro, what are you talking about? Yeah. But hey, they they number 150,000. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting. So apparently it's like a public group that like is good on the surface, but is actually leading the revolution. I don't know. No idea. We'll find out. We shall. Uh, but I think that's everything I've been watching. I haven't started anything from the summer season yet. Okay. I don't think a lot of the ones from summer are, are out yet. I think they're trickling in. I did watch one of them, only because we both said that it would be on one of the watch lists. So it was the Sonny Boy one, the one with like oh, a yeah. weird-looking cover. It was like a black yeah. guy and like some kids. Yeah. Lord of the Flies-esque. So I watched the first episode, and the art is interesting. The plot is interesting. <laughs> like it's supernatural. Okay. It is um I guess there's just like 36 kids in a school and then nobody really knows what happened, but then some of them have powers. So it's kind of like politics, but it's also kind of like just seeing how kids be. But it's mm-hmm. definitely not like that mindless, I think. Like okay. there are things going on that maybe will make you think. And then the main character currently right now is very weak, but has potential. So nice. Anyway, so it's it's um interesting. I wouldn't drop it. It's like definitely not, you know, like wowing me, but it's it's not bad and it's interesting. So I'll give it another few weeks. Yeah, maybe it'll be like a a slow burn type of thing and it'll get better as we go. Yeah. I have a good feeling. I like the it's it's just it's just interesting. Like I can't find another word to say it, but but like it's it's not really like your typical anime. Yeah, yeah, I'll check that one out. What was your favorite scene and or character from anything you saw this the in the past couple of weeks? It could be from from that uh, reality show too. <laughs> all right, I have two then. So I actually watched all of Two Out to Handle in a week. I guess it like came out. And I was like spending every waking moment watching it just because it's so good. Uh, anyways, there was this one scene where like they're having a really serious conversation. And then like he's like, I can't help but just think that we're not getting. And then uh, as he's saying it, a little cockroach just like flies up and lands on his forehead. <laughs> and he's like, bah, bah, bah. <laughs> and then that was it. So that was that was like one scene in real life that you will probably never see in anime. Then my second scene was in Tokyo Revengers. I don't want to spoil it, but basically he's walking away from the fire and he's like, I'm going to be the head of the gang. And I was just like, ooh, okay. Because it was a, if you ever watch it, you'll see what I mean, but it was like a pretty powerful scene. Okay. Hmm. I'll try to pick one from something that you've seen. So since you're the one making the Instagram post, uh, check, check out our Instagram We'll comment it in the description, but I think in in slime when like I don't know if you remember, but like the the girl in the purple suit, Shion, I think mm. she was fighting someone from the animal kingdom who was like a tiger person, right, right, right. And then, and then she, at one point, she basically has this ball of black energy that she's about to hurl at her opponent, 
And then it starts getting so big and out of control that like she can't handle it and doesn't know what to do with it. And then Rimuru steps up and is like, yo, just send it my way. And then so she launches it at him. He just absorbs it with one hand and then everyone else is like shook. And he's like, ah, so that's why the demon lord trusts you and value values you as a, as a partner. So I thought that scene was really good. It was a good scene. It's a good scene. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I kind of like how in that like whole battle in general, it like he had other people fight because I mean, we, the viewer know that he would just beat up on anyone. So instead he's sort of like letting his people show their stuff basically. So I mm-hmm. thought that was pretty good too. Yeah, and um, what's what's it called? Boku no Hero could have done that too, but they <laughs> dragged it out for like ten episodes. Oh, Boku no Hero! The first half of the core was so grueling. It's like I don't need to see these twenty people from Class B fight. I don't really care what their powers are. <laughs> but hey, now we know, so they can be. Um, they can just be slotted in anywhere, and now we'll know. If we see giant kapows pop up in the middle of the city, we know it's the onomatopoeia. I don't, right? dude, I don't want to see that. <laughs> that takes away from the show. Dude. So does a big hand girl. Her, her power is big hands. I'm like, get that out of here. <laughs> oh, it's it's like the the writer thought of all the powers for class A. And then all the trash ideas just went to class B. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of some of the other ones. Oh, I can grow mushrooms <laughs> off of me. And then the girl who can like split her body into a million different pieces like a lizard. That was okay. <laughs> okay, wait. Which one was class B's best power? I... I thought the shadows guy was pretty good. Who can like jump into the shadows and like move around within it? That one's pretty useful. That one's pretty. Yeah. Useful. I. And the copy one was pretty cool. Yeah. I'm trying to think of which one. There was one. Uh, I think the making things soft guy was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how you think about that. He's like one day he's just he has this like unsolvable erection he's like i need a power for this oh <laughs> make things soft he's trying to be like the anti-horny hero <laughs> that's that should be what his job is if i if i was a hero agency i'd hire him for that all right anyways wait so we talked about the best scene slash character what about the best episode in general Best episode. Um, so I think episode four of Odd Taxi was really good. So basically, and I won't spoil anything since I'm, I'm sure you'll watch it at some point. But basically, it's like this whole backstory of this character we haven't even met before. So it's Ooh. like at the, when the be- beginning of the episode starts, you're like, who is this person? Why are we getting this backstory? Why do we even care? But then it tie it catches up to current day in the backstory, and then it ties in with something we saw last episode. So it's like the paths cross. So huh. I thought that was pretty cool. That's interesting storytelling. Exactly. And then it's now like he's about to do something crazy, and now you're like, ah, uh, because of the background that I have now, I can see why he's like this. I feel like I need to start this. I may just watch episode one, like right now. Yeah. Yeah, if, like, yeah, like if all of Reddit is also saying that it's good. Yeah, and all the anime YouTubers. Oh, God. <laughs> what was your favorite overall episode? Mm, I think still Fumetsu. Yeah, yeah. I think just watching that whole thing was nice. And then like seeing him turn into... seeing. I think seeing him turn into... Oh, that... Okay, I think seeing him turn into Gugu kind of doesn't make much sense for us. But I think for him, who is just learning to be human and like mm-hmm. values this stuff so much, he's like, obviously, this is the right thing to do. I don't want him or her to know that he's dead. But like, he right. doesn't have like the foresight to realize, hey, I have to leave. 
So yeah. I think he was just doing what he thought was best at the time, like at that right. literal very time. So, Well, I think it's also like, because at that point, Reen didn't know he was like a shapeshifter, basically. So because he's like regenerated as Fushi, the human, like he, he aged back like four years or whatever because mm. he hadn't transformed up until that episode. So it's like he grew facial hair and stuff like that. But now he looks a lot younger. So Wait, I, so- I, I think he didn't want to look suspicious either. Yeah, no, that's a good point. So he never transformed in front of Reen ever? No. Huh. Yeah, I guess not. Only in front of Gugu. Interesting. That's a that's a very yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. All right. Well, I want to believe it's what I said, but very likely it could be what you said. <laughs> perhaps a combination of the both. Perhaps, perhaps. All right. Um, well, well, I think oh, that wraps up. Lastly, oh. though, so um, has there been any changes in the top uh, ratings for this season? Uh, let me pull it up right now. So Slime, second season part two, hasn't come out yet, but there's only going to be 12 episodes for that, unfortunately. Oh, that. Remember the one we were talking about, like, about the de- the detective and the we like, Tante Wamo. Yeah, that that used to be way farther down. Now it's number three. Huh. Well, that first episode has come out, and it's forty-seven minutes. I thought oh, about God. watching it this morning, and I was like, "Okay, that's too long." And that's a that's a time commitment right there. It really is. Um, I don't really think thing. Oh, Sonny Boy's gone up too, slightly. Okay. It didn't used to be that high. Yeah. I was thinking of checking out Vanitas Nocarte. Apparently, that's the one about vampires. Could be good. The animation looks good. Yeah, no, that looks pretty good. I I have no idea what the story is even about besides vampires, but the animation looks pretty good. I mean, as long as it's better than Noblesse, I'm okay. (laughs) Noblesse. Oh. We'll just have to see. I may do the thing where like, I just watch a bunch of first episodes and then I'll get back to you on which ones have some potential. Yeah, yeah. We will narrow it down as as we go. Yeah, definitely check out Sonny Boy, though. I think, it's, I think it has potential to be pretty interesting. Yeah. Okay. I think that about does it for what we're watching. And now we're introducing a new sort of segment or uh topic as a part of our our new season i think this is our sixth season of weebcast now i mean i've basically been changing our our seasons along with the anime season so that makes sense (laughs) i mean is that right i don't know who who cares we can do whatever we want (laughs) but as a part of this new season we're gonna have a, a main topic as a part of the episode for each episode and this week we have moving it's you know a lot of people move during the summer you're you already moved i'm moving next weekend so how how did your moving experience go all right well let me start off by saying that moving is probably one of the most hated activities in my it's entire so life tedious. it is like it's it's so pointless too it's like it's like you are building a Lego house or you built a Lego house and now you have to tear the Lego house down and then you're going to rebuild the exact same Lego house maybe 10 feet away from you. That, that's so how you have to keep everything organized and know where everything goes and put all the similar things into one box to do exactly that. Yeah. I had my friend help me move and then she was like really fast, but because she helped me, I don't know where any of my stuff is. And I have like 10 boxes. And so I haven't shaved in like four days because I don't know where my shaver is. Uh, you're, you're in prime position to take in a high school runaway. <laughs> True. Well, actually, if you would see my room, so my room got smaller and then my closet got much smaller. So I actually have no room. Like uh, I have unpacked quote unquote, but I still have 10 boxes of things <laughs> because I had to unpack the kitchen that I'd lived in for three years. I had to unpack the walk-in closet that just stored a bunch of random stuff. Anyway, long story short, I moved out of a three-year apartment into my friend's house. Uh, and yeah, so here I am. 
Now, so why why did you move? Just it was it was time. So my roommate graduated residency, so he went he moved back to Michigan, and uh, then I didn't want to like get anybody else in that apartment because that apartment is loud on Friday and Saturday night. Okay, it's right I, above the bar. Yeah, so I didn't want to be like, hey, come on in, it's a great time, and then they're just like first week, they're like, what what is this? I remember when I stayed at your place, you know, pre-COVID. It was impossible to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> like you had to wait until 2 p. Uh, 2 a.m. until like the bars cleared out before you could actually get some silence. And even then, it, you should still wear like wax earplugs and like roll over and put a pillow on the <laughs> other side of your head too, just to muffle out all the other sounds. Yeah. I learned to sleep with earplugs and like this ambient, ambient, ambient um, wave noise. Oh. like waves crashing but like <laughs> only that plus the earplugs is sufficient enough to drown out all the noise oh uh, yeah so, Pe- peace and quiet is is good yeah so i'm i'm not gonna miss it that's for sure yeah. but yeah. you know all in all like you just like i moved everything and took a lot of work like shoved the entire mattress into my car yeah realized i didn't need like two-thirds of the shit that i have i'm definitely going to downsize this week or this year Every yeah. day I'm going to throw something away, but all in all, you know, like I got what I deserved for not being super organized, but that's that. <laughs> I mean, plus with your like residencies or rotations coming up, like you're, uh, I feel like you're not even going to be there a lot of the time. Yeah. For three months, I won't be there at all. Yeah. Like I'll be in Florida and Illinois and LA. So I need to get rid of this stuff now because I'll probably have to move again next year. Yeah, exactly. So you might as well downsize as much as you can until you find somewhere more permanent. Yeah, I was telling a few people, I was telling my roommate too on the last day, I was like, I cannot wait to find a more permanent place so I can like actually start to decorate. Like <laughs> I can like maybe take the plunge and like put a nail in the wall so that I can put a poster somewhere or like. Rather than casa hanging in front of your window. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or like, like, you know, buy some of those like soundproofing things and like make a little podcast studio, just like make it mine as opposed to just like, I, oh, I'm constantly gonna have to move. So why bother even, you know, settling in? Yeah, and buying like real furniture, not just like, hand me downs or stuff you found on the street or at Goodwill. <laughs> stuff that's actually good quality and that you can keep for a long time. <laughs> I remember we were moving like um, junior year or something. We were moving end of junior year to senior year. And then uh-huh. we were looking down Ellendale for like random furniture tossaways. We actually found quite a bit because we had one of those U-Haul trucks. So we were like, all right, let's take some. We take <laughs> some, not realizing that that thing had been sitting out there for I don't know how long. It had bugs in it. So then we oh. had to just like, we realized it had bugs in it. We were just like, all right, shit. And then we just tossed it off of the balcony onto the floor. <laughs> and then we just left it there. Somehow it disappeared. But moral of the story, don't pick up stuff from the from the street. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're I think we're too old for that now. Just a little. We 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 can buy furniture, or at least buy furniture from a somewhat decent store. Yeah, or <laughs> buy bugs. furniture from a house. <laughs> yeah, I've been that. I've been I've been trying to sell stuff on Facebook Marketplace because I'm I'm downsizing my stuff too. Like trying to sell my coffee table, my TV, my bed frame, kind of random stuff like that. Your bed frame, like, yeah, because we we yeah. already have one in Chicago, mm-hmm. but it's like hard to keep track of all these things. I never knew selling things on Facebook Marketplace would be so difficult. Like you'd get ten messages about one item and then twenty messages about a different item, and it's like. <laughs> who do I need to respond to? Who did I already respond to? It's like, man, I can't keep track of all you people. Well, how did you keep track? <laughs> I just scroll down, scroll down Facebook Messenger, and I'm like, I'm just responding to <laughs> the latest ones that come in. So it's like, you have to message me at the right time to get a response. <laughs> yeah, the same experience. Like, I had to sell my massive sectional. Uh huh. Like actually massive. I listed yeah. it for a low ball price because I just wanted that thing out. Right. Also so massive. Literally, I woke up and there's like 25 messages and then it just kept coming in. I had to like close it. I had to close it. 
And I was also, I had, well, so instead of what you did, I actually went and messaged every single person. I was like, hey, thanks for messaging. You are first in line. And then I go to the person that messaged and be like, you are second in line. Um, if, if the first one falls through, I'll let you know. And then I did that again and again and again. I had to copy and paste and change like the number every single time. And I was like, this is horrible. I'm not doing this again. And then finally, all of that, just for somebody to be like, hey, I'll pay you $50 more than you're asking and I can pick it up today. And I was like, okay, okay, you're, okay. you're taking <laughs> Sorry, everyone else. So did you write back to everyone else saying that they didn't get it? No, no, no. I, I didn't because I was just like, I'll let you know okay. if, if it is. And if, if you don't hear from me, then, you know, it's sold. But, <laughs> but damn. Yeah, I, I just don't respond to people. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. I really don't. But next time you do, just be like, hey, there are a ton of people in line. If you offer more, I'll talk to you. And that way you can, you can get some more money. Drive the price up. Yeah. I mean, dude, the guy was willing to pay. Like, I, I listed at 200 He paid 250 in cash. And he was Good like, deal. all right. And then he brought his, like, 16-foot trailer and everything. So he just took it all in one yeah. go. And I was like, thank you. I don't have to deal with this ever again. Yeah, that dude came prepared. He did. Like, I have a sinking suspicion that that's what he does. He kind of, like... Reflips furniture. Yeah. Because that couch is honestly not bad. Like the guy that we bought it off from, apparently he bought it new for $3,200. What? But then he sold it to us for $100. What? Because he had to move out. And then the only person that made the offer on him was us. We lowballed him at 100 because he was asking for 400 <laughs> So then he was like, on the last day, he was like, all right, all right, just I'll, I'll get my movers to come move this into your house. So his movers wrapped it all, moved it into our house. And then left. And then we just paid him $100. What a deal for you guys. You didn't even yeah. have to <laughs> pick it up or anything. Yeah. And then I sell it for $250. So it's like. Profit. Like, yeah. A huge profit. That like they, that may be the best deal or the most amount of money I've made percentage-wise on something. <laughs> pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. It's like packing takes forever too. It's like. How is it? Maybe this is a business idea. Like, how is there not a better way to move? I mean, I get there's movers and you can pay the movers to like pack your stuff too, I guess. But it's like, it's always so expensive. And it's like packing up things like books and video games and stuff like that. That all goes pretty quickly. But it's like the plates, the glasses, mm -hmm. the kind of small stuff that just takes forever and is so tedious and so time consuming it's just like such a pain i don't know why there's not a better way to move okay honestly i was thinking the same thing i was like besides you know just being really organized at the onset i don't know if there's a better way so quick one minute brainstorm is there a better way having robots do it robots do it but how do they know what to throw away what to keep do they just throw do they just pack everything are you just packing everything i threw away like half of my stuff no, I'm I'm getting rid of things too as I go. So yeah, I guess the robot, at least until AI gets better, would have probably just pack everything. Yeah, honestly, I can't think of much except just asking your friends. I feel like that may be the fastest way, or yeah. like getting parents to help. Yeah, I because I think once you have more people than just yourself, it's like exponentially faster. Because like you. It's like a factory, right? Where everyone just does the same job over and over again. Like one person does all the wrapping. One person's making all the boxes. One person's putting stuff into boxes. Where, whereas if it's just you, like you have to do all those things and that just takes way longer. Yeah. Long story short, I don't know if there's a better solution. Yeah. I think um, you may just have to like own as little things as possible and like yeah. constantly throw away stuff. Like... That was one thing though. Like I've always like kept my Amazon boxes because I was like, yeah, maybe I'll use the box again. Or like I kept my Yeti box right here, the blue Yeti. And I'm, at the end of the day, I'm throwing all of that away. I threw every box away. I'm like, why am I even keeping this? So <laughs> next time, if you buy something, maybe you know, just just chuck it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe no no better way than hiring movers or asking friends to do it. I think the friends really come in clutch. Not gonna lie. <laughs> I think hiring movers is worth it. So like, so did you do like a U-Haul? No, I just took multiple trips. So <laughs> I would study every day from eight to seven. I would uh -huh. go to the gym. 
Then I would go back to my house, pack for an hour and a half, and I would drive over one time, unpack everything, go home, <laughs> sleep, wake up, go to the library again until seven. And then I did that for four days straight. And then on the last day, I still had so much stuff that I had to make like three different trips with a friend. We still didn't finish. So on the last day, I did it again. And then finally, it was all gone. Bro, what a pain. It was a huge pain. Like, luckily, he only lived like five minutes away. But because otherwise, I don't know how I would have done this. Yeah, so I'm moving like 300 miles away, right? Like, I'm going to Chicago. Oh, yeah. So it's like, I I can't drive back and forth. It has to all be done in one shot on one day. So I'm hiring, so I'm getting a U-Haul, but then I'm hiring people to actually, like, load the u-haul yeah so i have like my couch that i'm keeping a million boxes my desk my work monitor and stuff so it's like i don't want to make 20 30 trips to the u-haul up and down i'm just gonna hire these people to do it and it's like a couple hundred bucks and so i feel like it's worth it that's worth it but how are you gonna move it out what do you mean like once you get to chicago i have people from a different moving company to unload the u-haul and move it into our new place (laughs) okay okay good Good. so like between the u-haul and both moving companies i think it's all going to be like a thousand bucks hopefully less but you could have just bought brand new stuff exactly exactly (laughs) (laughs) you actually could have you could have just sold everything here then rebought it all (laughs) anyways whatever i mean now you have your old stuff yeah i don't know Oh, moving is such long a Long story short, it sucks. Yeah, long story short, don't move. Pick a place that you like and just stay there for a long time. Did you move at all during college? During college? Uh, yeah, I moved every year in college, but like I could fit everything I had into one car. Okay. Okay, so but, you didn't own much. Right, but since after college until now, I've stayed in the same place, which has been really nice. It has been. It's been a nice three years. Damn. Yeah, exactly. It's like you see all your friends, they're moving and lugging stuff around in the heat of the summer and you're just sitting inside and it's nice. All right, moving aside, I never want to think about this for another year. (laughs) More, more than one year, hopefully. Well, unlikely, but we'll see. (laughs) True. You'll be, you'll be actually working and, but then you'll be permanent at that point, hopefully. A little for, bit more. For four years. So <laughs> yeah. I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, what's any any questions of the week on your end? Hmm. Hmm. That is a good question. Do um, Is it just me or do Asian people generally get married later? So I was a backstory. I finally got invited to one wedding. All right. Nice. I've never been invited to a fucking wedding. <laughs> Just because nobody around me that's close to me is getting married. Finally, one guy gets married. He's like this Mormon guy who married a Muslim girl. So I think he's converting to Muslim or something. I don't know. Something, something confusing. But wow. Interesting. he invited me today and I was like, damn it, I can't go because I'll be in LA. And so that is my first wedding. So... Like what? What is the deal with that? What is the deal? I feel like people our age in general get married later, not just like Asian people. Because I feel like people our parents' age got married in their like late twenties, right? Is that when your parents got married? Late twenties, early thirties? Oh, probably no. I think they got married like early twenties. Oh, really? So they got married before they had me. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, yeah, like people our age probably get married like late 20s, early 30s, mid 30s. I don't know. I just want to go to a wedding, man. I just I just want to go to a fucking wedding. Do you, do you not have cousins that are getting married? No, they're all younger. Every oh, one of them man. is younger. Dang. And my brother's single and I'm single, so there's no chance for that. So you have to be the one to get married, basically. I'm not gonna my wedding is not gonna be the first wedding I go to. <laughs> I'll be planning that. I'll have no idea how to plan. I'll be like, yeah, I've never been to one. Yeah, I think so I, I had a wedding I was supposed to go to like 
last month actually, but like it got canceled because of COVID. Or not canceled. Like they they just cut it down to family only because of COVID. Mm-hmm. They're gonna do like a party in a year kind of thing, and then they'll invite us again. But yeah, that that actually would have been my first wedding too. So I'm I was bummed. Damn, we we're both wedding listening. <laughs> yeah, and it's like in hindsight, it probably would have been fine just because the vaccine rollout was pretty good at that point in time. But they can't had to cancel it in like January when things were a little bit more speculative. So, I mean, I get it. They have to tell the venue and stuff like that. But yeah. just was a bummer. It's understandable. Yeah. All right. Any questions on your end? Uh, do you have any goals for this summer? <laughs> well. Pretty um, open-ended. <laughs> so uh, I, don't, I, mean, I don't know who wrote that in. It was an anonymous listener there's an anonymous anonymous tumblr user uh-huh all right let me start by prefacing i think i have like five days of summer so uh, my test is on july 20th and the 26th and then i restart school on august 1st so <laughs> but in terms of goals i want to get my golf swing better oh. so i think that's a pretty good goal like i'm trying to i'm trying to keep the hands in front of the ball right Trying to keep my left arm straight, my right arm bent a little. I'm trying to use my hips first, and then I'm trying to follow through. Follow through, baby, and hit the ball, not not the grass. So so far, I've yet to hit an actual ball in the past six months, but I'm doing mental reps. So that is my goal. Well, you still want to hit the grass too but you want to hit the ball and then the ground oh you want to hit the grass too yeah so if if the ground is here and the ball is here you want to like hit the ball and then your club goes into the ground a little bit oh so like you want to pick up a part of part of the part of the grass yeah like you know when the pros are hitting you see them hit the ball and then a chunk of the grass goes flying oh okay Lesson learned. I don't really watch the pros, so <laughs> now you know. Hmm, now I know. I'm so used to top golf, <laughs> where everything's like on the tee, and you just yeah. hit it as hard as you can. Exactly. Uh, nice, nice. Yeah, I, I want to play more volleyball this summer. So there's a lot of sand volleyball leagues that I'm planning on joining. So hopefully, I get to you're get gonna, back into it. You're joining multiple, or at least one. Okay. Nice. Speaking of volleyball, so I, my friend is like, she partnered with like this U of H volleyball alum. And then like these two U of H volleyball alums, one of which is now playing pro in like Germany or something. But they came down to Dallas and they had like this little volleyball camp and like their whole thing is like volleyball plus mental health. So she was like, you should come. So I went. It was all like 10 year olds and me. <laughs> I was like, you know what, whatever. I'm just here for the message. And like they were actually teaching you like the basics of like how to do stuff and like how to the approach to hitting. I was like, uh-huh. huh. I actually learned a quite a bit. And they're like, which uh which one of you um which um is who out of all of you is like uh this year first volleyball camp? And I like raised my hand and then they just like put me in the beginners bracket <laughs> with the other ten year old. But nice. yeah, I mean good stuff. So they're, I don't know where I'm going with this, but they're also very good. So like we would watch them hit and then we would try to hit and then they're just like six, six and it's just like smacking it straight down. Anyway, it's a good sport. I'm glad we both got into it. If only we got into it earlier. If only, if only that we could have played. I am my one regret. Any, any music you've been listening to? Actually, yes, I've been waiting for this moment. So, <laughs> my friend put me on this group called Emotional Oranges. I don't know oh, if you've yeah. heard of them. Typically, my music taste is more of like the chill, R&B, almost stuff like that. Yeah. So, that is like right down their alley. But they've had like three three albums out already. They've just released a new one. And they're going on tour this fall. 
They're going to be in LA. They're going to be in New York. They're going to be in Dallas, but I'm not going to be there when they're in Dallas. So I'm so (laughs) sad because like, they're still kind of underground. So the tickets are only $25. So so you could have gone for cheap. And I like, okay, literally I listened to their three albums and I, out of those songs, I liked 10 of them. That is rare. Like that was, it was a lot. And then I would play them back. Like when I'm going off of work and whatever, and they're like, they're still really good, but emotional oranges. Like they got like, West Coast Love, that one's good. They got like Personal, that one's good. I can't remember the other ones off the top of my head. But if you ever need like some calm, like music to work to, definitely check them out. They are, I can't say enough good things about them. They just, they sound good. They sing good. They're All right. I, I just followed them on Spotify. Oh, yeah. Put Personal, I'll add that to your queue. Yeah, I will I will give it a listen. For sure. Nice. Good to know. What about you? Um I feel like there haven't been a lot of good albums to come out lately. <laughs> so I've still been listening to Sour. Okay, good. As long as the you're Roger not- Rodrigo album. Yeah, no Migos. As long as you're not listening to Migos. <laughs> I I listen to like the first three songs and I'm like these are all the same songs. I can't keep listening to this. They're still making money off of that. I don't even know if they'll remember their lyrics. <laughs> Probably not. They're all they're all basically the same. Basically. Gone are the days of stir fry, once again. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, when they first debuted, all their music sounded like fresh, I guess. I don't know. Uh, well, they can only stay relevant for so long. But anyways, they tried. Yeah, I feel like they're going to disband at some point. You think so? Yeah, maybe start like their own solo careers. I could see that happening. Like One Direction. <laughs> exactly. All right. I can see that. Yeah. I think that does it for this week. Pretty yeah, long episode since we haven't talked in a while. Yeah, but I think starting next week, we'll have like narrowed down the, the animes. Yeah, let us let us know what what uh, topics of the week you want to hear from us. <laughs> Moving was relevant for this week, but I don't know what's I don't know what's going to come next week. Yeah, maybe current news, maybe something else that we happen to think of. Barstool we'll Athletics. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about that next week. <laughs> I don't even understand, <laughs> but yes, we'll talk about it later. I'm going to go grocery shopping. All right. Peace.